Looking over Dan Quinn's new staff and Cliff Kingsbury and Joe Witt Jr.'s intro press conference reaction next on Command Fan. What's going on, Commanders fans? Welcome back to another episode of Command Fan. I'm your host, Tay Edwards. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the new staff Dan Quinn and Adam Peters and the ownership have finally finalized and going down all the names and going into detail of some of them. And also, Cliff Kingsbury and Joe Witt had their introductory press conferences today, and I'm going to go over what I took from that and what I was impressed with, what I took away from it, like main takeaways and that kind of stuff. Um, But before I get to any of that, I want to just point out um, some of the front office moves that they've made recently, and I think they were uh, released to the public when they released all the staffing um, hires and, and stuff. So Marty Herney uh, is still... Marty Herney and Martin Mayhew are still going to re- remain with the team. Uh, Martin Mayhew is going to... He was the GM the past three years, and now he's the senior personnel executive slash advisor to Adam Peters. So really he's just going to be filling in and just looking over things and looking at the personnel and get, just giving his opinion is what I take away from that. Next up is Marty Herney, he a uh, front office role advisor for football operations. Um, it's also really good to note that he has survived three front office changes, so that's that's a pretty impressive feat to accomplish. So I think Adam Peters must see something in in these two that he wants them to be able to stick around. I don't I don't really know what that would be to to be completely honest with you from a fan standpoint. Obviously, I don't know hard half of nearly half of what Adam Peters does already but um, I'm just going to trust trust the new GM and the new front office in that and then Adam Peters finally uh, hired his assistant GM Lance Newmark from the Detroit Lions and I'm going to read off just a little um, snippet from John Kime's article on ESPN if you guys want to go read that Um, John Kime ESPN he's one of the best to do it Um, and so it says Adding Newmark gives Washington another experienced voice in the front office. He spent the past 26 years with the Lions rising from an assistant in the personnel department to becoming their senior director of player personnel, where he helped oversee both college and pro scouting operations. He was considered a key assistant to Detroit's executive vice president and GM Brad Holmes, who built the team that reached the NFC Championship this season. So that's that's a really good thing to say. Uh, it, uh, he also states, Newmark survived three regime changes in Detroit. He was a national scout for three years and Detroit's scouting director for two years. He was the team's director of player personnel from 2016 to 2021. Newmark interviewed for Detroit's GM opening before the Lions hired Holmes in 2021. And it is quoted, Lance is someone that I have known and respected in the scouting community my entire career, Peter said in a statement. He is highly respected. Ta- he is a highly respected talent evaluator. So multiple people speaking very highly of him, and also Adam Peters is very pleased with him. Obviously, he's got to be very uh, pleased with him as he's going to be his assistant GM. So I wanted to get to those real quick. Not too much I got to say on that, just the new roles that they have, and Marty Herney and Martin Mayhew are going to stay with Washington. Now I want to get to the new coaching staff for the commanders that the head coach, Dan Quinn, did assemble, along with Cliff Kingsbury and Joe Witt and Adam Peters. And all along, they were looking for the right people to have these jobs with the commanders, to have the right people to rebuild the commanders. Not really rebuild, but reassuscitate the commanders and, and finally bring them back to what's, what they what's were, winning Super Bowls and having a thriving fan base. And we, I can tell you from a fan's perspective, we are very ready for another very good football team. Um, so the first one I'm going to go off of is obviously Cliff Kingsbury's offensive coordinator. 
then the assistant quarterbacks coach is going to be David Blau. For those of you that don't know, David Blau was a quarterback for the Lions and Cardinals. He was there when Cliff Kingsbury was uh, the head coach in Arizona. And Cliff Kingsbury spoke very highly of him in this press conference. He alluded to how smart he was, and at, at some points he knew the playbook better than Cliff Kingsbury did. So that's really good. And David Blau is only 28 years old. And he spoke, Cliff Kingsbury spoke that he was very good with the young, younger quarterbacks, very good helping them and being able to distinguish coverages and just being a better quarterback and being a very good teammate. So hopefully he brings a lot of that to the table as a coach. Um, also, Andre Coleman is going to be the assist, offensive assistant. Bobby Ingram is staying with Washington. He's going to be the receivers coach again. And obviously, Jahan Dotson is very happy with this. He tweeted it on Twitter, or I guess X if you want to be correct terms <laughs> but Bobby Ingram is staying with Washington and then Bobby Johnson is the offensive line coach he comes over from New York and Cliff Kingsbury spoke very highly highly of him again I'm not too sure how to feel about that hire that's probably the only hire I'm unsure of that I know a little bit of the Giants he definitely helped uh, the development with Andrew Thomas which was very crucial for the Giants because he's their best offensive lineman he does have some injury issues but when he's on the field he's very good so Bobby Johnson uh, comes from uh, New York, where they gave up a lot of sacks, which they had a makeshift offensive line all year with Justin Pugh uh, coming straight off the couch, as he said in Sunday Night Football when he was announced on on the TV. But so we'll see how that works out. I think the offensive line has some work to do. I think Sam Cosme is a very good piece for this team right now. So hopefully they build around him, and also Ricky Stromberg shows some flashes, uh, the rookie that we drafted out of Arkansas last year. So and then the next one is going to be Brian Johnson, the one that everyone's. Everyone was waiting to see what his role would be with the team, and it, they announced it today. He's going to be the assistant head coach. It was a huge, huge title for him, and also the offensive pass game coordinator. So Brian Johnson, I love the hire. I don't, I couldn't really understand why Philadelphia wanted to get rid of him. Uh, they definitely, Philly definitely did fall apart in the last couple of weeks nearing the season, and they obviously lost to Tampa Bay in the wild card round. But I think Brian Johnson had, did. A great job the prior the year prior taking the Eagles to the Super Bowl and nearly winning it and Jalen Hurts flourishing as a quarterback under Brian Johnson so I think Washington again weakening in a, a in division opponent within the Eagles and making our, our staff better and hopefully our players better as well and Anthony Lynn is the run game coordinator and running backs coach this is the hire that I loved the most, like the one that wasn't as big as offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. But uh, a little bit of backstory on Anthony Lynn for those of you that don't know. Anthony Lynn was the head coach for the Chargers for four years, which in his first two years he went 21 and 11, which is very good, and then kind of fell to 12 and 20 in his final two years that ultimately led him to being fired. And Brandon Staley eventually took over that role in Los Angeles. And then after that, when he was fired, he went to Detroit in 2021 to be the offensive coordinator in Detroit and got let go after that year as well. And Ben Johnson would be the person to take over for the offensive coordinator role in Detroit after firing Lynn. And after that, he went to San Francisco for the last two two years to be their running back coach. And obviously, <laughs> for those of you that watch the Super Bowl and watch any of the playoffs that you know, how do, how dominant Christian McCaffrey is in the run game and also in the pass game as well. But uh, so that definitely helped the stats in San Francisco. They ranked fourth in rushing yards per game and third in yards per carry. Uh, while Anthony Lynn was the running back coach there, so he definitely had a lot to do with Christian McCaffrey and also Elijah Mitchell here and there. 
but mostly Christian McCaffrey being the best running back in the league and the offensive player of the year this year. Uh, and Anthony Lynn definitely helped out a lot with that, marrying the pass and run game with San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan and kind of meshing brains. And being a, a former head coach definitely helps a lot uh, with gaining the respect and and having a lot of success in the in the league as far as running the as far as running the ball. So Anthony Lynn, I loved that hire. I think that was probably the best hire uh, that I said that was not named head coach, offensive coordinator, or defensive coordinator. Uh, another another familiar face that is going to stay with Washington is going to be Tavita Pritchard. He's going to be the quarterback's coach again. Um, I think that's that's good for Sam Howell. I think if somehow they stick with Sam Howell and he's our starter next year, which I don't see happening, which I wouldn't be opposed to, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Tavita Pritchard did uh, the best job he could with Eric Bieniemy being the offensive coordinator, being very really too pass happy. Um, so they're bringing Tavita Pritchard back. David Rye, I hope I'm pronouncing his name, his last name right. David Ra, uh, the tight ends coach. Uh, Darnell Stapleton is the offensive assistant offensive line coach. Um, and then we're going to move on to the defensive side. Jo- obviously, Joe Witt Jr. is going to be the defensive coordinator. Uh, George Banco is going to be the defensive quality control coach. Tommy Dontel, Donatel is the assistant defensive backs coach. Sharif Floyd is going to be the assistant defensive line coach. And for those of you that don't know, Sharif Floyd is a uh, former defensive lineman, and he played for the Vikings as well. Uh, William Gay is a is going to be the assistant DBs coach. Uh, for those of you that don't know who Willie Gay is, he's also a former player. He played in uh, most notably in Pittsburgh, where he was a very very reliable safety and DB for them. He was very good. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan, assistant linebackers and pass rush specialist. Those of you should recognize Ryan Kerrigan's name from his success here in Washington. Love that they kept Ryan in the loop, in the coaching loop. Uh, I think he has a very a lot of potential, especially considering the kind of player he was. So I'm glad that we kept him, and he can keep working with those new edge rushers, new edge rushers that we bring in, and even KJ Henry, who showed who showed a lot of flashes last year. Uh, Ken Norton Jr. is another big name. He's the linebacker's coach that they signed from Seattle. Uh, I really like that hire as well. I think he can hopefully bring Jamin Davis to what we thought he once could be when he, when we drafted him in 20, I think it was in 2021. So hopefully he brings the best out of Jamin Davis. And then obviously we're going to have to have some more linebackers uh, in the draft or he's in free agency as well. So John Pagano is the senior defensive analyst. Jason Simmons is the defensive pass game coordinator. Daryl Tapp is the defensive line coach. And so Daryl Tapp spent 12, 13, 12 years in the NFL as a defensive end and a linebacker in one year in Washington. But a lot of the staff members here, especially Dan Quinn and Cliff Kingsbury and Joe Witt, have spoken very highly of Daryl Tapp and other, others around the league as well. Um, and the special teams coordinator is going to be Larry Izzo. Larry Izzo is coming from Seattle, um, where Seattle has had one of the best special teams in the league the past couple of years. So it's a great pickup again for this front office. So now let's go to the interviews, or not interviews, the press conferences uh, that Cliff Kingsbury and Joe Witt held today. Um, start, first, I want to start off with Cliff. He's a quarterback whisperer. The quarterbacks that he has worked with are more than qualified. Uh, the most notable one is Patrick Mahomes, who just won his third Super Bowl this past Sunday. And also Caleb Williams, with being the senior offensive analyst last year, uh, at USC, he knows plenty about Caleb Williams. He said it was very eerie how close Caleb Williams and Patrick Mahomes are as far as quarterbacks. So I'm very excited for Cliff. If you haven't listened to my last pod, please go listen to that. I give more in-depth uh, an- analysis on Cliff Kingsbury and what my initial thoughts were of the hiring, but I love it. I still love it. 
Um, he also mentioned in the interview that the quarterback better be able to move. One thing that he said that he wanted his quarterbacks to be able to do is create negative plays into positive plays where it looks like it's going to be a sack and he turns it into a two, three-yard gain. But uh, that definitely leans me towards Jaden Daniels and Caleb Williams as far as the quarterbacks that they might look for in the draft. Uh, I'm not going to really go into free agency because I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think we're going to sign a quarterback. We definitely need to sign a uh, veteran quarterback because I don't think Sam Howell is going to be the backup with the rookie quarterback coming in. But I think... Jaden Daniels and, and Caleb Williams are the most, I would say, the most likely selections there at number two. Um, he also alluded to uh, he wants the offense to be more balanced this time around as a coach and run with the run game and then off that play, play action. I think it, it sounded like to me how Dan Quinn kind of said he did a 360 of his of his coaching time in Atlanta to now and that he's done a, a lot of reflection reflecting on him and also – just realizing what worked and what didn't work in Arizona and what can he what he can implement from what he has learned from Arizona until now. So it looks like he's definitely learned a lot from his time at USC and also his time in Arizona, what worked and what didn't work and taking some from taking samples from different coaches and different players of what they said in previous regimes as well. So he's definitely gonna be a uh, new kind of offensive play, play caller. He's probably still going to have an air raid offense, more more pass than run, I would say for sure, but we'll see. Uh, it's all words right now, so we got to see what, what happens on the field because that's obviously going to matter more than what he said in his introductory press conference. So, uh, yeah, like I said, it's all words right now, but I like what has been said and what kind of coaches they have hired and what they continue to do will indicate what they do in the draft and also free agency will indicate what kind of season we're about to have. He also said that he wouldn't call the offense now an air raid. I I, I mean, we'll see. We really will see. I, he's definitely known to pass more, so we'll see how much he's learned, how much more he'll re- rely on the run game with having a running back like Brian Robinson in the backfield, knowing that that is at your disposal to use. So I'm assuming he will use him a lot. I hope a, I hope a lot more than Eric Bieniemy used Brian Robinson. So uh, and also, uh, he said this about Dan Quinn, that if he ever got the opportunity to coach with Dan Quinn, he would love to. And he spoke very highly of Dan Quinn throughout this process and Adam Peters on how supportive they were and how much they supported his decision to go wherever, but they wanted him in Washington. So he ended up where he really wanted to be, and that's with Dan Quinn, Adam Peters, and that speaks very highly of them. And also of Cliff Kingsbury, that he's wanted to work for Dan Quinn for years. So. Let's move on to Joe Witt now, the one that I have a little bit more notes on because he he spoke a little more and there's a little bit less of a background, so he's got to introduce himself a little more than Cliff Kingsbury does. So the first thing he said is that the th- the first thing that I took away is uh, he he has wanted a defensive coordinator role since 2015. Like that is a long time, nearing 10 years. He said he's been very ready, motivated, and confident. And he's coached for 18 years in the league, and, and this is his first defensive coordinator job, which is which is really crazy. But it, it when he was on, it was in, when he was in the podium, I thought he just was. He sounded very motivated, very confident in his ability to be able to call this defense uh, when it comes to Week One. And he obviously is very ecstatic to coach it with Dan Quinn. And I think it's he's gonna take full advantage of this. He could definitely be a hot name. Uh, come next next year, honestly, if this defense does transpire and turn around to be a defense what it once was, one of the best in the league. And one thing he also harped on was turnovers. Obviously, with Dallas, they've gotten a ton of turnovers the past couple of years. They've ranked 
top five in the league in all, all in all the years Dan Quinn has been there with Joe Witt. So he harps on turnovers. You'll, if you go listen to the interview yourself, you'll realize how much they harp on it, on turnovers. And he's like, "It's gonna happen. Like we're gonna turn, we're gonna get the turnovers. We're gonna turn the ball over for the offense." So I love to hear that. I think Emmanuel Forbes should hopefully pop out of his shell and be able to be able to be the corner that we thought he was going to be, the ball hawking corner that takes balls to the house. So I think that is a notable player that could be on the rise. And also he alluded to how much he liked Quan Martin and Emmanuel Forbes coming out of the draft with, with Dallas last year. Um, and another, another a quote that he said, he says, we're going to run, we're going to run and put bodies on people in a violent manner. Like what else do you want to hear from a defensive coordinator in your press conference? Like that is what I want to hear. I think this defense needs that kind of attitude again. I think they need a total reset and I'm super excited to see how that gets implemented, that f- type of physicality on defense, which should have been there last year, but just it was just missing. And he repeated into the players that they are going to be in the best chances to succeed and that the coaching will coach them to be the best players that they can be, and they will understand the scheme that they are trying to accomplish. So I think Joe Witt is a very detailed-oriented coach, it seems like, from what I took, uh, what I took away. And I think it's going to be a very impressive defensive unit the the turnaround that's gonna happen and I hope that it's true it's all words right now we got to see what happens on the field see what kind of players they sign again but I'm kind of just repeating myself but it's true like you got I got to see what's on the field and also what kind of players they sign in free agency what they who they draft how they develop those players and how the coaching staff puts them in the best positions to succeed and he's all in on Dan Quinn he said that Dan Quinn is a very he's a he's he's not a coach that he's coached for at any other time like he's he alluded to his kids that uh, his his son was struggling on a certain pass rush scheme or or whatever whatever the the problem was that his son was having in in football but Dan Quinn personally sent over a pass rushing clip of Micah Parsons in practice and he alluded to that's the kind of person Dan Quinn is which is awesome and so I think this group is going to be a very tight-knit coaching staff and it's going to reflect on the players as well I think the players are going to recognize that and they're going to want to run through a brick wall for this coaching staff and really Joe Witt and Dan Quinn they just they're very likable dudes I've loved what I uh, I have heard from both of them so I can't wait for the season to start we got a while to go we got to see what happens in free agency, the draft, and and who they have a quarterback, and and all all the all the things that will unfold. But so that's all I've got for today, guys. I thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow and subscribe to me wherever you get your podcasts, and leave me a review if you feel like leaving me any feedback, which would be very much appreciated. And go follow my socials, Twitter or X, if you want to have the correct term, uh, at Command Fan, and then my uh, personal Instagram account is Tate C Edwards, and then Command Fan on Instagram as well. But Thank you guys for listening and hail to the commanders.